Revelation 17, 7. And the angel said unto me, Wherefore didst thou marvel? I will tell thee the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carried her, which have the seven heads and ten horns. The beast that thou sawest was and is not and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition. And they that dwell on the earth shall wonder whose names were not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world yes, yes. when they behold the beast that was and is not and yet is. And here is the mind which have wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sitteth. And there are seven kings. Five are fallen and one is, and the other is not yet come. And when he cometh, he must continue a short space. And the beast that was and is not, even he is the eighth and is of the seven. Uh -huh. And goeth into perdition. Uh -huh. And the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings which have received no kingdom as yet, but received power as kings one hour with the beasts, these have one mind mm -hmm. and shall give their power and strength unto the beasts. Yeah. And these shall make war with the lamb mm -hmm. and the lamb shall overcome them. Yeah. For he is Lord of lords and king of yeah. kings. Yeah. And they that are with him are called mm -hmm. and chosen mm -hmm. and faithful. Amen. 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 Precious Lord, thank you for your strength. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your love. Thank you for calling us and choosing us. And thank you, Father, Father God, for giving us the grace and the power to be faithful. Father, thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Interesting, huh? I have a, I have a client. I have a client who, who asked me, and I teach a Bible study with him every Thursday, and, and, I, and I said, I let him pick the topic. He said, I, wanna, I want you to teach me the book of Revelations. And I said, huh? I said, I got, you know what I said? Y'all know what I said. I got a member. I got a member that want me to teach out of Revelation. And I say it's a very difficult book because it's a prophetic book. And a lot of stuff that's, that's written hasn't happened. And there's a lot of different people have all kinds of different opinions on it. But I, what I did is I said, well, I'll go and take the, every, every book in the Bible has a main verse that really explains the whole book. So I said, what is the main book? What is the main verse out of Revelation? And it came down to 1714, Revelation 1714. Let me read it. And these shall make war with the lamb. Okay, now I listen to Jake preach. And I listen to Jeremy's commentary before you and we say, I'm on the battlefield. Okay. And I, I, I don't think a lot of churches understand that we are on the battlefield, that we are heading to a war that we must be prepared for, a spiritual war. That we must be prepared for time out for all these games, playing and, and clowning. We got to be serious about this because I'm going to tell y'all something. Everything lining up. Only one thing else has to happen. Okay? The sky burst open and the trumpet sound. Okay? These shall make war with the Lamb, verse 14. And the Lamb shall overcome them, of course. For he is the Lord of lords. And he is the King of kings. I know y'all see that. There's a capital L and a little L. There's a capital K and a little K. And they that are with him. They that are with him. Is that what it says? And they that are with him are called, chosen, and faithful. Hmm. The angel said unto me, where did thou marvel? I will tell thee the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carried her, which had the seven heads and the ten horns. Okay, Talking about Satan. The beast that thou sawest and is not. Talking about the devil. And is not. Where, where, where was he at? He was in heaven, but he's not. Okay. 
He was in heaven, but he's not. He shall ascend out of the bottomless pit. But where did he go when he left heaven? Okay. So the beast that that the beast that was and is not, and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition. Perdition means destruction. Okay, devastation. And they that dwell on the earth shall wonder. What are they wondering about? I wonder what they're wondering about. You know, so many people are so confused about who God is. And, and Satan, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 11, that Satan has his ministers who, who disguise themselves as angels of light. So people are wondering what's true, what's not true, what's real, what's not real. Is this... A lot of folks don't even know what God they're serving. Amen. Hmm. And they that dwell on the earth shall wonder. I hope y'all ain't wondering. I hope y'all understand and, and know the God you're serving. Whose names were not written in the book of life. Now watch that. See, wonder why they, why they, why they wonder. Because their names wasn't written in the book of life. Meaning what? They don't know the Lord. They're not saved. Haven't been born again. Okay? And when they behold the beast that was in heaven, it is not, is in hell, and yet is. is minions are still running around here, ain't they? Okay, how many of us in here dealt with them this week? All right. And here, here now this verse here, verse number nine. I'm going to get to verse 14. But here, here's number nine. Watch this. And here is the mind which have wisdom. Think about that. Think about that verse. Here is the mind that has wisdom. Godly wisdom. Here's a mind that understands. See, this is why we don't play around. This is why we've been on Wednesday night, we've been studying the Spirit of God because that, that lesson, that six, eight weeks we've been studying the Spirit of God has opened our minds up to something totally different. We look all, all of us in here are looking at the scripture in a whole different way. Because we now we are spiritually discerned in the scriptures. It ain't we know we're not coming out here on Wednesday night playing. We have a good time. Don't get me wrong, we do have a good time. Okay? We do have a good time. Every once in a while, somebody brings some donuts and some pies and cakes and muffins. And, but we have a good time. Yes. And we're getting some. We're learning. Yes. The seven heads are seven mountains and on which the woman sit. Well, everybody, everybody knows the seven mountains refer to Rome. That's what a lot of folks talk about. But we're not going to go there because I'm going to get to 14. But I just want to bring this in context. And there are seven kings. Five are fallen. Seven kingdoms, five are fallen, one is. And the other is yet to come. And when it come, it ain't going to be here long. How do I know? Because scripture says it's a short space. Okay, it's not going to be here long when it come. And, and the beast, verse number 11, and the beast that was and is not, even, even he is the eighth and is of the seven. And go into perdition. Now, what's that mean? He's the eighth, but 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 within him is all the seven. So they're all going to come together and fight against the lamb. They're not going to win. Okay, he's the undefeated champion of the world. Matter of fact, he's the undefeated. He never, 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 never had a loss. He's a he's. 20,000 and no. You get, I think there's one boxer at all time was 49 and no. Was it Rocky Marciano or something? 49 and no. Okay, but there's only, this guy here, Jesus, is undefeated. He's the yeah. undefeated champion of the world. Okay? The 10 horns, verse 12, which thou sawest are 10 kings, which have received no kingdom as of yet, but received power as kings. One hour with the beast. Who's going to give him power? Who's going to give him power? God's going to give him power. Okay? God's going to give these kings power. Okay? For what reason? Because he's God. And he's going to give him power to work with the beast. Okay? Who gave, who gave Pharaoh power? God gave Pharaoh power. Okay? These have one mind. Okay? And they shall give their power and strength unto 
the beast. So what kind of mind do they have? They have one mind. They're united. That's what they mean. All these kingdoms are going to come together. They're going to be united together. And they, and, and they have one mind. You ever wonder how unified the world is against the things of God? Okay. Remember, remember the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They, they hated each other. Sadducees didn't believe in the resurrection. The Pharisees did. But when Jesus came on the scene, they started working together. It's a picture of it. You know, you see that in the world today. You know, you have three people. They hate, they hate one person, but they all hate each other. They hate one person. They will come together. They hate that one person. Okay. These have one mind and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. Now, what's that mean? What's that look like? They have one mind. They're united. They give their power and their strength to the beast. What's the beast want? What's everything? You know, I listen, I listen, I listen to folks, and they, they don't have no problem drinking the booze and smoking the weed, you know, speaking hateful things and lying and stealing. And, and, and what are they doing when they do that? They're giving their power to the beast. Y'all hear me say it all, all over and over in here. You know, and I, I see when I see the destruction of drugs and alcohol in our society, when I see the damage it does. And, and I wonder why Christians would even sip it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Amen. Why would you even sip it? You know, and I, and I, and I know I, don't, I, I, get, I, get, I get ran over by 20,000 Christians. Oh, you know, God, you know, Jesus turned, he turned water into wine. Okay. He didn't turn water into crown royal. Amen. Okay. <laughs> he didn't turn water into Jack Daniels and all that. All right. But I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just a teetotaling, narrow-minded Baptist. Amen. All right. Amen. Okay. <laughs> These have one mind. I'm going to get to verse 14 real quick. This is a great verse. And they shall give their power and strength unto the beast. Did y'all hear? Did y'all hear Jake praying? Listen, I don't care how holy you were before you got saved. None of us was. Amen. When we was unsaved, you know who we was giving our power to? We was giving our power to the beast. Okay? We was giving our power to the beast. We were giving our time to the beast. And we was, we was, we was serving the beast. Romans, Paul said in Romans, we served Satan. Okay? We served him. Like, you go to a restaurant, come over. We, that was us. Serving, can I help you today? Can I get you some water or drink? Whatever, we serve Satan. Let's get to the nitty gritty. These shall make war with the Lamb. All these folks, all these kingdoms, all of them coming together, and they coming together, united, and they're going to storm the kingdom of God. They shall make war with the Lamb. And the Lamb, and the Lamb, what John said in John 129, behold, the Lamb of God, who which cometh to what? Take away the sins of the world, or to take out the sins of the world, or destroy the sins of the world, or to do battle with the sins of the world. These shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them, for he is the Lord of Lords. He's the true Lord of, 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 any, of any kingdom. He's the king. We sit here and Biden's in the White House, Trump's in the White House, Obama's in the White House. But guess who put him there? Amen. He is the king of kings. Okay, you look at king, you look at Putin over there. Oh, Putin's a, he, he's, he's evil, he's mean. God, God knows what he's doing. God knows what's going on. Amen. Okay. He is the king of kings. Now, here's the part I like. And you know, I, mean, I think y'all get an understanding of what I like and how I like to preach because I, I, just, I just like this kind of stuff. Okay? Because you're either going to be with him when he comes back or you're not. Okay? When he comes back, you, you're either going to be on his side or you're going to be up against him. You're going to be up against him. That's just the way it goes. Okay? And they that are with him. How about that? They that are with him. You know, you know the kind of people you around. And now most of us in here, I look around the room. Most of us in here, most of us in here ain't got a whole lot of friends. 
Okay, I can look around here and I ain't most, most of us ain't got but maybe one or two people that you know that really hit the fan you can count on. Amen. Okay? And why? And, it, and why? Okay? Because you know they with you. That woman down there in that little room over there with them kids, that woman's with me. Okay? She with me. She going down with me. Okay? And, and been with me for 45 years? I had to add some. Uh, we close to 40 now. We, we in year 40. We got married in 83. We got married in 83. So in 2023... Big four oh. We got married in 83. I can do my math. Okay? And they that are with him. They that you know, listen, they, they that are they that he can count on. See, Jesus don't want Jesus, listen, Jesus don't want a whole bunch of folks with him that he can't count on, just like us. And then nobody in here wants the people you can't count on. I mean, if I, you know, somebody call me, one of you guys call me, you know, y'all get on me, well, you don't ever call back, you don't ever call back. I, I do my best. But if push come to shove, you know you're going to see me on Wednesday. Amen. Okay? People talking about, hey, Pastor never called back nobody, that's why I left the church, he never called nobody back. You know where I'm at on Wednesdays and Sundays. <laughs> Is that important? Okay? And I'm here early, usually. Okay? These are they that's going to make war with the Lamb. Who's making war with the Lamb? The false church. Amen. Politicians, both parties. Uh, we're, not getting, we're not getting into this party Pacific stuff because there's just as much dirt in the Republican Party as in the Democratic Party. Amen. Okay? You, you, they're making war with the Lamb. They're making war with the Lamb. You got people, people protesting now because they can't kill babies. They mad because they can't kill babies. And I'm not talking, I mean, bad enough, eight weeks, ten weeks, they talking about killing babies up until they're born. They talking about partial birth abortion. I remember working out to the prison, I tried to explain to kids, I said, do you even know what partial birth abortion is? Most of them don't know. That's when the baby is being delivered. Then they partially take the baby out of the mother's womb and kill it. That's partial birth abortion. Full infanticide is when they deliver the baby, sit it on the table, and then kill it. And they fight for that. You got LGBT. They was in the paper today. Well, they coming back to Youngstown. They'll be in Youngstown in June. Okay. Disney and Netflix and ESPN. And these are the ones that are making war with the Lamb. Okay. They're making war against the Lamb. Thank you. Thank you. Black lives matter. White life matters. These gangs on the street, just roaming the street. That boy that that boy that killed that man over there that we talked about in that little Corvette. He had the little car. I told you he killed him, shot the little girl. That that boy was in my office just about every day while I was at Indian River. When they put his picture on the paper, I was like, "Are you serious?" He's spending a lot of time with me. He ate, he ate probably more Panera Bread, Dale Donuts from Blanche than anybody at that first. But he was there. He, he did juvie life. So he was there until he turned 20. He ain't been home long. Don't matter because he's been brainwashed already. When you go into a gang, you know, you brainwash. It's blood in, blood out. Islam is, is, is part of war against the Lamb. They teach, well, Jesus is a liar. That's what they teach. They don't want to hear. Oh, they, Islam, Islam, they say Jesus is a good teacher. No, he wasn't a good teacher. Amen. Oh, he was a prophet like Muhammad. No, he wasn't a prophet like Muhammad. Amen. He was the son of God. Amen. He was God's only begotten son. Okay? And if he wasn't that, he was a liar because that's who he said he was. So when he was in here and Mormonism say, well, you know, if you if you work hard enough and do enough good stuff, you can be a son of God like Jesus. No, you can't. Amen. No, you can't. Amen. Get out of here with that. The call and these shall make war with the lamb and the lamb shall overcome them. How's he going to overcome them? He overcomes them. 
He's overcoming. He's overcoming them today because his word is being preached. Okay, for he is the Lord of Lord. He's the boss of the lords. He is the king of kings. And they that are with him are called. What's that mean? What's that mean when it says they that are with him are called, chosen and faithful? Let me give you something. They are called and chosen and faithful. They are called out by commission. God commissions us for this warfare. Okay, you 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 you're not you're not you're not you're not accidentally in it. You're in it. Mm-hmm. You're in it. We are what? Sing it. We are on the battlefield Amen. for my Lord. For my Lord, we don't have no choice. You ain't getting out of this if you call. Okay, they are chosen and fitted for. We are fitted for battle. When God calls us, this is why you know the truly, truly, truly. Warfare folks. Remember that story I told you? The man showed up in church. They had the, they had the mask on. It wouldn't be unusual today. Everybody wear masks to shoot people. So, so they showed up in masks. They had their masks. They had their AK, what is it, 14s or 15s? AK-47. They had AK ARs and stuff. And they had their masks on. The church was full. And they said, they said if, if, if you're if you going to pray, if you gonna praise God, we're going to kill you, you, you. But you can leave. Well, I think 80, 90% of the church left. There's only about 20 people in there, maybe 15. And they pulled their masks off. And they said, now we can worship. Now we can worship. See? See, see God is looking for worshipers. Those that will worship him how? In spirit and in truth. When you worship God in spirit and truth, you don't have no fear. Okay? You don't have no fear. Scared. You know, most of the churches is empty because folks scared. God didn't give us one. Come on, y'all. He didn't give us spirit of fear. I talked to a guy yesterday. He said, well, well, if I can get the, we, we got to get our church members back. I said, I ain't got one that I want back. <laughs> I don't want no church members back. I want some called folks back. I want some chosen folks back. I want some, some folks that love the Lord back. Amen. We don't want the church folk back. Well, we got to get the church folk back. Well, you have them. And one at your church said they're coming back here to keep them. I know y'all, you see, I'm y'all understand what I'm saying. God ain't looking for membership. God ain't looking for membership. He ain't nobody looking for membership but folks trying to make them make a buck. Okay, I may never get my Tesla. And they'll tell me, you ain't never going to get no Tesla preaching like that. My sister, my sister came to town yesterday. Her car broke down, and, and I was like, Who's, "Who's Range Rover is that?" Oh, it's my pastor. He got about eight cars. <laughs> he ain't paid for none of them. Let me talk about the called. Let me talk about the called. You know what? Here's Bible verses. Here's a Bible verse that we take, and we just mess it up sometimes. And sometimes we just don't go too far with it. Y'all understand it. Because we, I told y'all I was all in my business this morning in Sunday school. Okay. It says, and we know that all things work together for, for, for good to them that love God. And, 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 and how many times have we stopped there? And it's good that all things work. All things do work together for those that love God. Why? Because God loves everybody. And if anything is happening in your life, is anything good that is happening in your life is because God is allowing it. How do I know that? James says, every good and perfect gift coming from above. Okay? So even, even, even the heathens, even the godless people are receiving good things from God. Okay? Because the sun shines on Okay, but watch what Paul says, because I, you, you remember I tell y'all sometimes you can read the scripture, read the scripture, and something something gonna grab you every time different. I can sit here and read the scripture ten times, and something gonna come out of it that I didn't see or didn't place a lot of emphasis on. But watch this, because I'm talking about the called, those that are with the Lord, the Lamb are the called. Watch what Paul says in Romans 8, 28. He says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them who are the called 
the called. Don't stop there. According to his purpose. We're not called according to what we want to do. Once we come into the Lord, once we come to the Lord, we're called according to his purpose. We sign that covenant. We say, listen, Lord, I'm yours. Okay? And, and, and that ain't a comfortable call. That ain't a comfortable call. That is a call to be followers, followers of Christ. We're called. And what do you do when you call? You follow. You do what whoever called you tell you to do. That's how that goes. Okay? You ain't getting out of it. There ain't no wiggle room. When God called you, he, he got something for you. Okay? Call. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me share this. The called love God. That's what the text says. Okay? I, 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 did I read it right? Let me read it again. Just make sure. I read it right. Okay? And we know that all things work together for, for good to them that love God. Now, see, we can just blow over that because everybody loves God. Okay? Everybody. You know, everybody will tell you they love God. All right? That's different. That's a different kind of love. That's a sacrificial love. Okay? That's a love that's going to cost you something. That's a love that's going to cost you something. It's a love that's gonna that's gonna change you. It's gonna change the way you think and the, and the way you talk. It's gonna change your affections and your desires. What's our verse? Therefore, if any man be in Christ, or if any man love Christ, he is a new creature. He's gonna love different. I always tell people, you know what? Once you once you fall in love with the Lord, once you realize that you love the Lord, you love your wife a whole lot better. That's some serious stuff. When you know, when you have a love of God, your, your love for your wife and your children and your family and your church members, it's, it just changes. Amen. It just changes. I would go as far as to say, we don't even know how to love. Amen. We don't even know how to love until we realize the love of God in our lives. Amen. We don't even know how to love. I can sit there and say that. Now, and I said, I told you, I've been married 40 years, but probably, probably the first 20, I didn't know how to love Cindy. Seriously, be honest. I do now. Amen. He like Barry White. <laughs> okay. I'm just, I'm just, listen, let me give you some verses. Back that up. Luke, Luke 10 25. Now we just went over this, but it's, it's worth going over it again. Okay. Because love. Love is how you get to heaven. Ain't nobody in heaven that don't know how to love. Amen. All right? You ain't going to heaven, you know, I don't like black people. I don't like white people. I don't like Asian people. I don't like Mexican people. No, no. no. <laughs> okay? Heaven is a prepared place for prepared people. You can't go, you can't take all your, all your attitude to heaven. Go on with that. And behold, a certain Lord stood up and tempted him, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said unto him, what is written in the law, how, how readest thou? He's talking to a big shot lawyer. And he answered and said, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind and thy neighbor as thyself. And Jesus said unto him, thou hast answered right this do and thou shalt live or thou shalt have eternal life. So you ask yourself, are you called? If you called, you're going to love God. If you called, you're going to love those who God loves. And God loves everybody. God loves everybody. Paul, Paul writing, writing, writing to Timothy. Now he on his last days, he's in prison. He's in prison and he's waiting to have his head cut off. He knew how he was going to die. He was going to get his head cut off. That's how they did it. And Paul knew that. And here what he says, henceforth there is laid up for me, 2 Timothy 4, a, a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, here we go, but unto all them also that love his appearing. He's coming back. He's coming back. Are you going to be in love with Jesus when he comes back? When he's knocking on your door, when he shows up at your house, when your journey is over, will you be in love? I can't wait for you. 
Well, I'm so glad you're here. Jesus, take me. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? I'm so glad you're here. You know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just glad you're here. The Bible says if the righteous barely get in, if the, if the righteous are scarcely saved, you know, it ain't easy serving God. I see we we get we. I think these these preachers they, they really instruments of the devil because they try to make it sound like it's so easy to to serve God. It's so easy to be a Christian. It's so easy to walk in, in righteousness and holiness. It's not Amen. difficult. Amen. It's difficult. Okay. Paul, Paul writing about the gospel. Paul loved the gospel. The call people, the call people love the gospel. See what I'm saying? Church folks don't love the gospel. You know, church be full on Sunday, empty on Wednesday. When you ready to get down to the nitty gritty, your Bible study in Sunday schools. Yeah, you know, everybody come to church on Sunday. Now folks don't even come on Easter Sunday. So here's this whole different world we live in. Okay. But Paul, Paul wrote this fabulous stuff. He said, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. He said, I love the gospel of Christ. Because Why did Paul love the gospel of Christ? Because it saved him. It saved him. It delivered him. And Paul was heading down Damascus Road. It opened his eyes into a whole new world. Paul forever was indebted to the word of God. And, and I'm going to tell you something. Our salvation experience is, is, is no more extreme than Paul's. Okay? And we sit here, well, you know, I wasn't that bad. I was okay, you know, God saved me, but I wasn't that bad. Okay? While your pants leg is on fire. <laughs> I wasn't that bad. Let <laughs> me shaking the child. Where the smoke coming from? Because you telling a lie, you was terrible. <laughs> Somebody say, speak for yourself, Pastor. Yeah, I was terrible. Amen. Amen. I, I so, I'm so glad God saved me. Okay? And, 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 and it wasn't no little thing. And I can say like Paul, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. How about that? It is the power of God to save to everyone that believeth. How about that? To everyone that believeth. That's beautiful. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. How about that? Of all my Greek brothers and sisters in here today, how about that? It's the power to save the call. Let me let me share this first. I like Jude. I like Jude because Jude, Jude, Jude was a fighter. Jude was a fighter. And when Jeremy sang that song this morning, I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. I thought about I thought about this text. I mean, Y'all see me writing down it. Sometime when Jake be praying, or Jeremy be praying, or Sylvia, I write down some of the things because it, it, it's just in my notes. I'm like, you know, okay, we on the same page. Okay. Jude was a fighter. Let me give you what he said. Jude 1 1. Jude 1 1. Turn it if you want, write it down, read it later, but it's good. Because he was called. Jude was called. And he, he emphasized that he was called. Okay? How did, how did he emphasize that he was called? First of all, he stated he was called, but then he backed it up by how he lived. See, when you want to sit here, how, do you, how can I tell a person is called by how they live? How they treat people. The respect they have for the scriptures. You have some people don't have no respect for the scriptures. Amen. I talked to one of my buddies today, old Southern Baptist. He he was the pastor that that ordained me, took me to the ordination, and and I seen him, and I was talking to him, and he's going to a church, and I said, "How's it going over there?" And he was talking. About, I said, "You know," he said, "We got a few minutes here. We just we just ordained a female." And I looked at him, and I said, "Say that again." He said, yeah, we, and he, he was embarrassed because, you know, he know, because him and I, we were close. He, and, I, and, I, he, and he shook his head, and I, he turned his head down and said, yeah, man. You know, but people just stay. And some people, ah, man, what's wrong with female preachers, you know? I'm just going to be true to the scriptures because that's what a called person do. A called person don't care what, what, how, what their emotions and their feelings about it is. God said it. Amen. God don't care how I feel about it. God said it. Okay? God said it, I believe it. That said it. No, God said it. Watch Jude. Watch Jude. I'll give you that. Jude, Jude 1 1. Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ. 
how about that? Anybody here? Remember back in the day we would write letters and stuff? How about this as a heading? How about this as a heading? Margaret, you write a letter to your loved ones in Mississippi. This is how you write it down. I'm going to charge you with this. Margaret, the servant of Jesus Christ, the brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ. Look at this last piece. And called. I like that. Ain't that something? Imagine that. You got a brother named James? No. She had to think about it. She got like 15 brothers. She's like, oh, okay. 15 kids in my family. See, I don't have a brother named James. Okay, watch. But you see, you see what James is saying, Jude is saying here? He said, I'm the servant of God. I'm the servant of Jesus Christ. Okay? And the brother of James, which means he was Jesus' half-brother. To them that are sanctified. See, now, now, see, now the church will empty out. See, if, if you had a full church, say you go to Joel Osteen Church. And you say, if this don't apply to you, leave. Remember, remember when Jesus started writing on the ground and folks started leaving? See, you know if you're sanctified or not. See, you know if you're sanctified or not. You know, you know listen, you ain't got to speak in tongues to be sanctified. You ain't got to not wear lipstick or make it to be sanctified. You sanctified because the spirit of God is in you and the spirit of God is leading and guiding you. And that's how you know you're sanctified. Okay, so, so he's writing to this church. Imagine, imagine how fast it would empty out if everybody... Said, okay, they ain't writing to me. This ain't for me. Because he, Judas said, servant of Jesus Christ. Everybody in the church ain't servant of Jesus Christ. Brother of James, to them that are, that right now, today, are sanctified. Okay? Not by, not by the pastor. See, there's a lot of pastors sanctifying people. No, James said, no. The Jews said, no, no. This is just sanctification come from God. He said, sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ. You know what that means, preserve? You're never going to lose this flavor. You know, you're never going to lose your salvation. Folks running around here talking about you can lose your salvation. I don't want that salvation. Amen. I don't want a salvation that I can lose because I would have lost it already. Okay? It would, I, I would have lost it. All, come on now. Amen. We've been running around here like, Jake, you see yourself? I ain't found my salvation. I ain't seen it in a month. <laughs> <laughs> ain't that the truth? You, know what I mean? you can lose your salvation. Oh, don't say that. Imagine if I believed that. I wouldn't be able to preach the gospel. Amen. Sanctified by God the Father, washed and preserved in Jesus Christ. That's interesting. Preserved in Jesus Christ. And called. And called. I like that. And called. And you know what, you know what Jake was, you know what Jew was battling with? Folks was, folks was still trying to write scripture. They were, they were what they call progressive Christian. Progressive Christian. They, they was teaching back in Jews' day that God's word wasn't canonized. It wasn't final. That God was still adding to it. And let me tell you something. Every time you hear someone say they're an apostle or a prophetess, really they're saying God is still speaking. God ain't finished. He's still writing. And the Bible is not real. Jew was fighting against that. And he says in verse 3, watch, he said, beloved, people of God, those that are sanctified by God and preserved in Jesus Christ and called, because everybody can't hear this. He said, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of a common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith that was, which was, once delivered unto the saints. Not every Saturday at 6 o'clock, not every Sunday morning in the, in the Catholic Church, they taking a mass and, and, and they drinking the, the blood of Jesus and the trans, transubstantiation and all. No, no. it was Amen. once given. Amen. Jesus died once and was buried and went to heaven. He ain't coming back every Saturday at 6. No, he's not. Let me get off call. Chosen. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Are you chosen? Are you called? Are you chosen? He's chosen. Jesus said this. Remember I said this morning. I said, you know what? I, I make the mistakes sometimes. I make the mistakes sometimes. I said, when I got saved, no, when God saved me. God saved me. 
Okay? How do, I, how do I know that? Jesus said that he talked to his disciples in John 15, 6. He said, you, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you. Hmm. In John 15, 19, watch. He had to back it up. He's talking to his apostles. Now he's talking to, his, 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 he's talking to the rest of us. He said, if you are, if you are of the world, the world would love his own. Don't the world love his own? Okay. But because you are not of the world. And that ought to be hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. I'm not of the world. Because the world is going to hell. I am not of the world. I am not on that. Okay. But I have chosen you out of the world. Thank you Jesus. Therefore. You ever want to have a reason why, why, why your, some of your folks don't, they don't dig you? I was telling Cindy the other day, you know, I said Cindy the other day, I said, you know, folks, 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 your family, family members, Karina and, 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 and Ray, they'll take everything. They'll take anything you give them. Here's a car. Here's a house. Here's some money. Here's some groceries. Here's some little money over here, whatever. They'll take everything from you but your Jesus. They'll take everything from you but your Jesus. They don't want none of that. Oh, no. Listen, you can keep the Jesus. Give me the 20s. Jake, that's that's real. They don't want. They tell, come on, come on over, man. You know, and don't bring Jesus. Don't bring Jesus. I ain't leaving him at home. I ain't coming to your raggedy house. If I can't bring Jesus, I ain't invited. (laughs) Ain't that how it go? If If I can't bring Jesus, I ain't invited. I don't want to really want to be nowhere if we ain't praying over the food. Amen. If somebody don't say, Pastor, you want to pray over the food for me? I don't want to be in there where everybody just start digging in. <laughs> I'm serious. See? Mess around and choke on a chicken wing. Lord, help us. Here's Paul. Here's Paul. Call. Here's Paul. Called and chosen. It is, it is Acts 9 and 10. Here we go. I, I don't know how much I need to read. Y'all understand this, but I'm going to read it all. Amen. Uh, you nobody got nowhere to go. And there was a certain disciple in, at Damascus named Ananias. And to him, and to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias. He said, behold, I am here, Lord. Ananias had a relationship with the Lord. He knew the Lord's voice. He was a servant of the Lord. He was called. He was chosen. He was faithful. But even the called and chosen and faithful can get a little squirmy at times. And the Lord said unto him, arise and go into the street, which is called straight and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he prayeth. And he has seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hands on him and he that he might receive his sight. And Ananias called, chosen, faithful, answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he have done to the saints at Jerusalem. And here he have authority from the chief priests to bind all that call on thy name. Paul's chosen. And the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is chosen, for he is a chosen vessel unto me. How about that? How about that? God said that Paul was a chosen vessel unto him. Same thing that Mary was. Same thing that all of us are. Of every one of us that are saved, all we are is chosen vessels. Okay? But watch what he says about Paul. He says he's a chosen vessel, <clears throat> vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles. Now, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't think about what God was doing here, he was, he was, he was dealing with Paul. Paul was educated. He was a powerful, powerfully educated man. Sat at the feet of Gamaliel. Gamaliel, he was a Jew of the Jews. He was a Pharisee of the Pharisees. He was a brilliant thinker. 
And God was sending him to be a, 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 a apostle to the Gentiles. Think about that. You, you, you imagine, that would be the saying is saying, saying the T.D. Jakes or, or Joe Olsen, one of them big shots. Hey, you know, I need you to go to a church in the hood of Detroit where ain't nobody got nothing. And they'd be like, you must be out of your mind, Jesus. <laughs> okay. I mean, they, we, they had to pay T.D. Jakes $500,000 to come to Stanford one year. They had lines of people. All hold hundred dollar bills. I, oh, see that's what a degree in psychology gets you. He was a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before the Gentiles. Can I give you one more chosen? I don't know where I'm at on time, and and, and Vaughn ain't saying keep going, so I must be running late. Um. <laughs> Here's Peter, chosen stone. I love these verses. I could, I could just read them all, all over and over and over. And Jesus, Jesus, Matthew 16, 13. And Jesus came under the coast of Caesarea Philippi, asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I am? Who do men say the Son of Man am? And they said, Some say thou art John the Baptist, some say Elias, and others say Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. Sound like Islam, right? Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Peter got right to the business, okay? And he said unto them, but who, but who say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, blessed thou art Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood have not revealed unto thee, but my father which is in heaven. And when you are chosen, watch what happens. Watch what happens. Because we missed this last verse here. And that, and I say unto thee, that thou art Peter, Petros, rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church. Here we go. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. God is telling Peter, you can, you can just go full blast. Okay, because I got your back. And, and many of us in here, we, we, we know God has had our back. God has been with us. We've been in some sticky situations and we sit here and say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let me let me give you let me close with faithful because I, I just want to close. I could I could go on and on. I got more notes than I ever use. Um, what's it mean to be faithful? Because he said you're you're not, not you're called, you're chosen and you're faithful, faithful, faithful. It should be a song they used to say, faithful, 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 truthful, believable, loyal, devoted, trustworthy, dependable, committed. Are you faithful? Faithful going to be with the Lord. People, people God can count on. When, when he come back, he's going to have people that may turn on him. They're going to be called. They're going to be chosen. And they're going to be faithful. Somebody that's faithful, somebody wants. Because you can count on one. No matter how bad it gets, no matter how rough it gets, somebody that's faithful. Amen. Somebody that's faithful. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. And that's what we are, stewards. Faithful. We should be, should be up here begging, why oh, don't the church members come back? Why don't the church members come back? You see what I see what I mean? It ain't no use coming back if you're not called, if you're not chosen, if you're not faithful. Some of them can't come back, but they're faithful in knowing what we're doing and they, and they send their money in. Not that we preach for money, not that we need their money, but they just want, I can't be there, but I can send you my money. Because I know that you still need the air conditioner running, the grass still need cut. You, I know there's bills. Even though the preacher don't take no money or nothing, we still have to function. Faithful folks know that. Faithful folks know that. Okay? Paul's Paul Paul writing to, 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 to the church and, and writing to the church, he says, he says, he says this when he introduces himself. And did he did was Paul faithful? Paul was faithful. See, you know you was talking about being faithful. Because faithful got legs. See, <laughs> faithful, we you know, you hear people talk, I'm faithful, faithful, faithful. 
winking at every woman, smiling at every guy to come by. I'm faithful to my wife. Blink, 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 blink. Paul said, I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who have enabled me, who have enabled me, who have empowered me, who have given me the energy and the faith to do this for that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. How about that? One of Jesus' names. How many of y'all know one of God's names? One of Jesus' names is faithful. Got a lot of names, but one of his names is faithful. Okay, here, here we go. If we confess our sins, here's, here we go. He is faithful. Jesus, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness? That's in Revelations. How about that? How about that? Last one. Revelation 19.11. I've had a good time with y'all. John writing, and he looks up to heaven, and he says, I saw heaven open. John 19, 11. He said, I saw heaven open and behold a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called faithful and true. And in, in, in righteousness, he do judge and make war. Why, 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 why is that important? Because Jesus said that he was going to die. He was going to be beaten. He was going to be mocked and humiliated, scourged, and he said, they're going to kill me. But on the third day, I will rise again. Now, he was faithful in that. But what else did he say? He said, I'm coming back. Amen. He said, I'm coming back. And when John seen, looked up and seen him on a white horse, and he said, and his name was Faithful and True. And he's coming back. He ain't coming back. He ain't coming back. He ain't coming back. A little baby. You can ride by, ride by these churches. They got little Jesus still in, in Mary's arms. He ain't coming back to be spit on. Amen. He ain't, ain't nobody putting no crown of thorns on his head when he come back. He's not coming back. He's not coming back. Y'all not going to be disrespecting him when he come back. Not going to put a little stick in his hand and, and mock him. He ain't getting slapped when he come back. Amen. Okay. When he's coming back, he's coming back how? As king of kings and lord of lords. And he's going to make war with a vengeance. And they that are with him, hope it's us. Hope it's y'all. I'm, I'm going to be with them. I can't wait. Amen. I can't wait to shoot somebody with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> okay? And those that are with him, how? They are what? Chosen. They're called, chosen, and faithful. God bless you. Amen. 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 Precious Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for the word of God. Thank you for the power of God. Thank you for the scriptures who preach on their own. They preach on their own. They're so wonderful. They're so delicious. I'm like Jeremiah. They're like, they're like honey, and I did eat them, Father God. Thank you for this church. Thank you for the people of God. Thank you for those that are listening on Facebook, Sermon Audio. I just thank you for you for everything you guys do. And I hope that you are chosen, Amen. called, and faithful. Amen. Amen.